Hey there, welcome to the Deliver On Your Business podcast, where you are the boss. I'm Ron from EntreeCourier.com. Entree is from entrepreneur, for somebody who is in business for themselves. And here's the deal, folks. If you're an independent contractor, you are operating a business, ready or not. So that makes you an Entree Courier. Welcome to the club. This podcast is here to help you think like a business owner and to thrive in your business. So let's get started, shall we? Well, hello, Courier Nation. It is launch day, episode one of the Deliver On Your Business podcast, brought to you by EntreeCourier.com. This is our inaugural episode, and guys, I am so excited because of it. I've been planning, I've been plotting to get this ready, and, and I just love the fact that you've come along for this journey. I look forward to the conversations ahead, and I really do want to make this conversations. And I look forward to exploring how we can thrive in on-demand delivery as independent contractors in the gig economy. The plan going forward is that this will be a podcast with weekly episodes. As a special for the launch, what we're doing is a 31-day blitz. We're calling it the 31-day Courier MBA. This is day one of that, and uh, we'll get into that a little bit more in just a moment. This website and this podcast uh, are dedicated to the independent contractors who do delivery work in the gig economy uh, for apps like Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Postmates, there's Caviar, there's Instacart, there's GoPuff, there's Ship, there's Byte Squad, and there's, there's a whole bunch of them. The list goes on and on. But what we do is we focus on the business side of being an independent contractor. There are probably a lot of reasons that you're doing this delivery work, and I don't know about you, but I actually find a lot of things that I really enjoy about doing this. I love the flexibility. In fact, that's that's a non-negotiable for me. I love the freedom, not having a boss. I love that the pay is actually better than I expected for the kind of work that we've got to do. I love that I can go home at the end of the day and not have my work follow me home. And and I enjoy the driving around, the fact that I get to listen to my music or my podcasts or ebooks or radio stations, and I get paid for it. So I did not in, I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I do, and I didn't expect that I'd find it as easy as I do to tell people that hey, you know what, this could be a really good gig. But the question comes, what do you do when it feels like they're just pulling the rug out from underneath you? Because there is some real crap that happens. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of amazed at the timing of when I wanted to start this series because just some of the things that have happened in the news within the delivery world lately, DoorDash has been under fire because of their policy of using tips to subsidize base pay. And they said they'd look into it, right? Yeah, They surveyed drivers, and then they finally this week came out with their conclusions to the surveys. They gave us a whole chart of things that they said drivers are concerned about. And guess what? Surprise, surprise, the pay model wasn't on that chart. What they kind of failed to tell you is that it wasn't one of the options that they gave drivers when they asked them to evaluate the things that they were concerned about. So ultimately what they did is they kind of came out with this and they said, oh, yeah, guys, by the way, we're just we're going to double down on the pay model. That's going to stay the same. And uh, you really didn't seem to care that much about it anyway. So it's business as usual. 
Here a little while ago, Postmates promised to improve your pay. And two different times when they improved your pay, it kind of improved it to the total of about a an average 20% reduction in the delivery fees and the elimination of that minimum delivery fee for those shorter deliveries. Grubhub sees all of this, and it's kind of like they said, hold my beer. They said, we're improving the way that we pay you. They said, we're going to add in time and distance to the restaurant. We're going to start paying you for estimated wait time. And they got everybody's hopes up. They, a lot of people were thinking there'd be an increase. I was hearing it on social media and uh, from content creators. Oh, they're going to increase our pay. That's awesome. Yeah, well, they kind of did the opposite. Get everybody's hopes up. And what they do is they end up actually taking away more in other areas than what they added. So you can imagine drivers across a lot of platforms are just getting frustrated. They're ticked. You know, some are to the point where it's like it's no longer worth it. There's there's a sense of betrayal out there within the driver community. And you look at social media, you look at the forums, the emotions out there are not good. And especially when they build your hopes up and then do the opposite. So what what do you do with all of this? What do you do when you're busting your butt and they're cutting your pay? There's the one side where it just it seemed like it could be a good gig. There were promises of pretty good pay, but it's almost feeling like a bait and switch. And I think the thing that I see the most out there is helplessness. I kind of this feeling like we're stuck. You know, you're doomed. You're victimized. I'm busting my butt. My costs go up. I'm wearing out my car. I'm giving my all. And this is how you reward me. And the funny thing is, I mean, I just started mapping this all out for what I was going to do for the series before a lot of this came down. But it's that very frustration that is out there right now that it just feels like the message and the timing of what we're doing with the 31-day Courier MBA, I don't think the timing could have been better. Because, see, this isn't about a degree, the MBA, that's not a master business administration. You know, there's no syllabus, there's no coursework, no certificate, anything like that. MBA stands for Mastering Business Attitude. In the face of everything that's going on, the best way that we can overcome what's happening, the pay cuts, the, the changes in their policies, any kind of things like that, the best way you can take care of that is to take control yourself. Take it into our own hands. And the key to that lies in us being independent contractors. Now, it can be real easy right now for me to get on a soapbox about that whole issue. And that's that's good for another issue someday. But I will say that the independent contractor thing, that really is part and parcel of the overall garbage from these companies. It's It's exploitation. I'll put it this way, any company, large or small, if you are having people do the work for you, and if they are the part of your company making profits, you have a responsibility, you've got a legal and a moral responsibility to take care of those people. And what these gig economy companies are doing instead is we're going to make you independent contractors so that we don't have those responsibilities to you. Now, if you've ever heard of the AB5 legislation in California, that's kind of what this is all about. See, companies are not supposed to do that. They're not supposed to dodge those responsibilities by calling you independent contractors when you're not really. The problem is, is that 
the legal definitions are kind of vague. And that's part of what's happening with the California legislation. They want to make it a little more clearly defined. And there's a good chance that if all of this passes, they will end up having to buck up and they're going to end up having to pay uh, delivery, ride share, gig economy people as employees. But see, here's the thing, though, and, and part of what makes this an important issue is that when you are an independent contractor, you're not working for the companies as an individual, and that's how they're able to kind of dodge the responsibilities. You don't fall under the employment law. What you're doing is you are doing the work for them as a business. You are, both technically and legally, a business owner. And I know you're kind of thinking, yeah, right. I don't set my prices. I don't do my marketing. Or maybe you're thinking, I just, I didn't sign up for this period. I know that most of you, and you could care less, to be honest, because it's not about being an independent contractor for you. It's not about making, it's not about being a boss. It's not about being a business owner. It's basically about making money. It's about getting fair pay for fair work. And you don't care how you're designated. You just want to get paid for what you're doing. But here's the plot twist in the whole thing. When these companies made you an independent contractor, when they said that you're doing work as a business, they made themselves your customer. Think about that for a second. They didn't make themselves your boss. They didn't make themselves your employer or your supervisor or your master or any of that. Your customer. That changes the dynamic of the relationship dramatically. And that changes the power in the relationship because now you are a business doing work for another business in a relationship of equals. They don't want you to think that way. They'd rather you don't know that because they'd rather have you think and act like a good little employee, but you're not an employee and they do not have the right to treat you like one or to expect you to act like one. When they made you an independent contractor, they gave you rights. And one of those rights is to take control. They gave you the right to be your own boss. And that's the whole point of this podcast and of this series is to help you see through those eyes, because your mindset, how you see everything, how you approach everything, that has so much more to do with how well you do than losing a dollar in delivery fees. How you see yourself makes so much more difference. It makes all the difference in the world. And your decision to take control here is the key to not only avoiding the losses that come with pay reductions, but it is the key of being more profitable and more successful in spite of these changes. Folks, I came from the telecom world. And this, I know, kind of dates me some, but I go back to the days when businesses were paying 25 cents a minute or more for long-distance phone calls. We could sell that, and we could make a huge commission off of long-distance service. Well, who pays for long-distance these days? Anymore, that's just kind of included into uh, 
phone service plans that are even cheaper than what they were back then. We sold phone systems, uh, telephone systems, uh, the little individual phone systems that businesses own. And the prices on those, uh, the same size of system now is like about a third of the price of what they were way back then. So here we were in a place where all of these things that we sold, the money that we could make was dwindling. And yet, that didn't have to mean a pay cut. And it, for us, it didn't make a pay cut. We adapted. We did things differently. We, we were more efficient in some areas. We found ways to make up for it. And see, and that is the power, though, that you have when you start to look through the eyes of a business owner, when you start to think through the mind of a business owner, when you start to be a business owner. When you claim that power, you make all the difference in the world, and you're no longer a victim. You're not a victim of pay cuts. You're not a victim of any of these things that they do, and you are not at their mercy. You are in control. You are the boss. That's the purpose of the Master Your Business Attitude series is to help you see things through the eyes of a business owner. We want you to think like a business owner and to be that business owner that you already are, whether you planned on it or not. So this is what we're going to do is over the next 30 days, we're going to look at 30 different business ideas, 30 different business principles. These are things that a business needs to do that are important to their success. And what we're going to do is we're going to look at those things and see how do those make a difference to us in doing our delivery work. We will look at a business plan. You never would have thought that you'd need that for doing delivery work, right? But the thing about this is that there's reasons for the business plan and it's not in the plan itself. It's because all of these things that you do as part of it lay the foundation of what you're going to do. And as we look at these different parts of what happens in a business plan, we start to kind of lay a foundation. We create a mindset and we create a foundation of how we will become more successful. We'll go on. The next category is going to be finances, which is like profit and loss. What are things costing you? The taxes, the money side of things. Then we will look at operations. And that's really, that's about making business decisions. That's about the strategy. That's about the things that you do that make you profitable. And then we're going to go into customer service. Did you ever see the movie Inception? You know, it's about a dream within a dream within a dream and and in our business the whole customer thing is kind of similar to that it's like a customer within a customer within a customer as i mentioned before these gig companies they are our actual customers and the restaurants are their customers and the diners that we deliver to are their customers so there's that whole multifaceted customer relationship thing and so we will dig into that and then we're going to save the last. We're going to look at employee relations. You remember what I said just a little bit ago about companies, large or small, that they've got a responsibility to take care of the people that are doing the work for them. Well, that is just as true for your company. I know you're saying, I don't have employees. There's another word for an independent contractor, and that is self-employed. You are your employee. You have a responsibility to take care of that employee. So that's that in a nutshell. That's kind of what we're doing. 
Now, tomorrow we will dive into part one of the business plan, which is understanding who you are and what your business is. So I look forward to you uh, coming back with us, uh, joining in the conversation. And I really do want to ask you to make this a conversation, not just me talking to you or at you. I need your feedback. I need your comments. I need your questions. So I invite you, please go to our podcast page. It is at deliveronyourbusiness.com and you can find the post for this episode. It's episode one. That makes it easy to find. And and put a comment on the episode there. Uh, as far as your thoughts, any questions that you want to add or address for later on, you can go to our contact page. You can click on the microphone on our contact page, and that will allow you to leave a question, a, a voicemail question, right from your computer or your smartphone. So you could leave a message that way, or you could just send you know an old-fashioned email. If you've got questions, comments, feedback, and, and I want to ask you to think about those five categories that I said we will uh, group everything into, the business plan, finance, operations, customer service, and employee relations. And I want to ask you if you've got questions about any of those areas, because I would love to address those questions. And, uh, you know, maybe you can get up on the show with that. So finally, if I have earned the right to ask this, and only if I've earned the right to ask this, can I ask you a favor? If you find this useful at all, please let people know about us. Share us on social media. Review us on anywhere where you get your podcasts because that helps us get found. If you know anybody who does this delivery work that could benefit from any of the information on our website or on our podcast, let them know about us, please. Meanwhile, you can learn more at EntreeCourier.com or you can go to the DeliverOnYourBusiness.com, which takes you to the podcast page, and then you can click on home or click on blog to find out any further information or any of the things that we've posted on the website in the past. You can look us up on social media. We are on Twitter, on Facebook, or on LinkedIn even. Just search for Entree Courier. One last favor in parting, and I want to ask this of all of you. Please, go out. Take control. Take control of your life, your career, and yeah, don't be afraid to call this a career. We don't need to think small. We don't need to think like this is just delivery work. You are a business owner. Take control of that. Embrace what you do. More than anything else, go and be the boss. 